what if the watcher broke his oath? Follow me. So welcome everybody to the Pantheon. I'm your host, Ray. And you're Evie. I'm Evie. Yes, Evie. And today we're looking at uh, What If Episode 9. This is a combination of, of all the episodes we've seen up till now. If you are following this series so far, how each episode concludes, like the finale, kicks into the last episode. So like how, for example, what if the child became Star-Lord? The last image we saw was Peter Quill working at Dairy Queen and Eon, Ego, sorry, Ego, comes down and visits him at the store. Right, yeah. The last episode was when Ultron trying to take over the world. Mm-hmm. Ultron succeeded, and they're trying to stop Ultron. Yeah. So this is a carryover of that. And this one's called, What If the Watcher Broke His Oath? Mm-hmm. Right? This, because now Ultron has the Infinity Stones, and he's trying to conquer or destroy the multiverse. Right, yeah. Right? So, and because the Watcher protects the multiverse, mm-hmm. he has to assemble a team. So he grabs characters from every episode yeah, that we have. Yeah. And so when we last see the Chalice character, he comes in and saves Peter Quill from Ego, from Dairy Queen, mm-hmm. right? And he blows him up with the grenade, um, yeah. um, plasma grenade. And the Marvel Zombies, you know that Wanda was a, a, a zombie and last dead things left that was powerful, you know? And when, if you get to Captain Carter, which is the first episode, mm-hmm. uh, she she lives basically Steve Rogers' life. So you know how Steve Rogers goes in the ice and wakes up in the 21st century? It ends off her start the mission to uh, what was that thing? Winter Soldier meets Batrock on the ship. So you have that. All seven episodes are where we get um, uh, the finales. So it connects with every single one that leads into this one. Which is, what if the Avengers didn't assemble? Gets uh, the call back to that comes near the end of this episode, but everything gets gets addressed. Right, and yeah. this is a brilliant, because I never thought there's no way you could connect all these stories into one narrative. And they, and they did, they make it work. Mm-hmm. So your thoughts? Um, that was really, really good, you mm-hmm. know, it's like a finish, like, mm-hmm. right? Because you're actually, you got these nine stories mm-hmm. and you put them like all together. Right. I thought that was amazingly done. Right. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Um, the key character is Wanda, and then I think, not Wanda, uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Not Scarlet Witch. Black Widow, I, I keep saying. The brain thinks it, but the mouth doesn't say it. So Black Widow, is, I think, is one of the, uh, they make her like the MVP or the dark horse in this. Um, and I like it's very women-centric. I think Captain Carter and her are very two strong archetypal characters, and they really prove themselves in this. I mean, I'm not going to give you too much away here, but like, I just think whenever you see Black Widow where she's going up against Loki in the, he thought he was dominant, but he actually, she actually made him reveal his stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. The way she psychologically can profile somebody and gets, gets to somebody and, and yeah. fight anybody. Yeah. Uh, even when she's afraid, like fighting the Hulk, she is one of the most versatile characters in the MCU. And I think the actress or the voice who does it, which is Lake Bell, does a really good job of making sure that this character is really really good standout. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Thor. Thor's funny. He's basically like a, a bull in a, in a china shop. He's just, you know, <laughs> he's a standout. Loki's still really cool. Uh, the voices in here are amazing. They got GSP back to do a, a small voice in here, mm-hmm. which is surprising. He plays Badrick. He's actually, on, when I saw his name on the credits, I was like, GSP? And like, they revisit the whole thing from Winter Soldier when they're on the ship and mm-hmm. he fights him. So that was really cool how they get the original actors to go into this. Do you think Nine makes it awesome or do you think just in general 
Google. In general. Or really mm -hmm. well done. Yeah. You know, it's not just, yeah, you know, and it, and it's what you want to focus on, right? Rather mm -hmm. than saying, oh, man, this story's garbage. You know, mm -hmm. you could, you know, um, understand it at the end mm -hmm. and you figure out everything and it makes sense to me. Exactly. I didn't. We didn't talk about this in the in our movie review, but I like. I want to bring it up now. Uh, for those who've seen Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, if you have not watched WandaVision, you won't understand the movie. That's true. If you have not watched Infinity War and Endgame, you won't understand the movie. However, if you watch What If, certain characters in the What If series applies to the Multiverse of Madness. You know, you have Captain Carter. She's in this movie. You have Doctor Strange, an evil Doctor Strange. Why he went evil is explained in the series. Like mm -hmm. why he has that third eye. You know, um, it's kind. Of, well, I don't know if they. Well, it's not important. But they, yeah, why he's the third eye in the movie, the, the the evil Doctor Strange. You see it here, and then the reason why he has those squid arms and he can do all that stuff mm -hmm. is in this. From it's from here. You watched. Like, I mean, we had the good fortune to watch all of these things, plus the What If series, mm -hmm. and then watch the Multiverse of Madness. And then because of watching, because of watching WandaVision, so thank God, because if you didn't watch WandaVision, um, uh, the motivations makes zero sense. Of course. The only uh, exposition that's given to you is uh, when Strange visits Wanda in the field where she's picking flowers, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and, and what they say is the only setup for the movie. Yeah, for sure. That's it. Uh, and if you, if you don't get it, then the whole movie makes zero sense until the ending. Hmm. And then, because you don't know why people are the way they are. Like, you don't know why the villain is the, how, is so obsessed. Hmm. You can't uh, understand the gravity of why the villain is so obsessed. Right. By watching this, I really appreciate the characters in Multiverse. Uh, do you have a favorite episode in What If? Like, was there a certain episode that's, like, a certain like, storyline? Um, it's the one where Thor... Mm -hmm. Um, just goes on a thing and his mother tries to get everything back in shape, mm -hmm. you know, after yeah. Thor just messes up everything. Oh, yeah. What, I think it was, what, what if Thor was the only child, I think it was? Yeah, something Yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. there's no Loki in the picture? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. basically he's a really bad party animal and yeah. he kind of goes un un untethered. And there you go. Like, yeah. Basically he makes Earth a house party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That was actually a kind of really fun, like a really fun story. Yeah, it you was know? really good. Yeah, and the ending in that one, Ultron comes in, which ties into the Ultron crossover. True. So everything connects. Everything's connected. That's that's always one ongoing theme. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, they say season two is going to follow the aftermath of the the Watcher breaking his oath. So we'll see how that that kind of plays out. Mm -hmm. I really hope it's going to be good. I, I look forward to seeing it. Um, and there might be three seasons for that. So okay. uh, with that. I'm your host, Ray. And I'm Abby. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. Enter the multiverse of infinite possibilities. Heroes are not born. They're forged in darkness. So, where's the fight? Chief in battle. Defined by sacrifice. Hi. Iron Man. We do not back down from a fight. Witness the biggest heroes. For the multiverse.
what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if.